Welcome to the GMS Podcast, brought to you by GMS Distribution. GMS specializes in temporary portable power distribution equipment for the restoration contractor. I am your host and owner of GMS, Jared Steer, and today I will be talking to my friends. All right, there we go. We are recording. Hey, this week on the podcast, this is going to be pretty cool. We have four guests. Four guests, and they're all going to be guest speakers at an upcoming RIA virtual conference, okay? Uh, If you don't know what the RIA is, I'm on the website right now. It's the Restoration Industry Association. Uh, Restoration Industry Association is the oldest and largest nonprofit professional trade association dedicated to providing leadership and promoting best practices through advocacy, standards, and professional qualifications for the restoration industry. This is a great group, uh, does a lot for the restoration contractor, uh, making their businesses better, helping them grow, and then also working uh, outside of the business to make sure that people are getting paid correctly and, uh, and, and a fair amount for the work that they're doing. So Restoration Industry Association, the RIA, they are putting on a virtual conference that will be on October 6th and October 7th, a two-day event. These conferences will start at 9.30 a.m. and run all day until 5.45, both days. And they have a, just a great lineup of, uh, of, of speakers that are going to be bringing some good information to the, to the restoration industry. Um, Listen to these speakers. I'm just, I'm just going to read them off real quick. Rachel Adams, Trent Anderson, Larry Carlson, Ed Cross, Kelly Dolan, Adrian Frank, Norris Gearhart, John Held, Ben Justinson, Mickey Lee, Ken Martinez, list is still going, Tom McGuire, Josh Miller, John Monroe, Michael Pinto, Greg Pine, Sarah Raley, Jeremy Reitz, Mark Springer, Lori Young, and myself. I am also honored to be on this list of guest speakers. I will have a presentation on the second day, October 7th at 11.45, so anybody that wants to learn about power distribution, electricity, safety. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. Come hang out with me then. Uh, But then also look at the schedule to hang out with any of these presenters. Uh, The list is, it's amazing. I am honored to be on on the list with with these guys. So today I reached out to four of the guest speakers and they talked with me for I think roughly 10 to 15 minutes each. And that's what we're going to, that's the podcast today. The podcast is going to be my conversations with them. Uh, we talk a little bit, you know, about them, introduce who they are, and then also go jump into the presentation and kind of what they're going to be presenting on and talking about and why it's important for you guys to know this information. So of uh, the four people that I talked with, I talked with John Monroe from Violin. Ed Cross, the restoration lawyer, Tom McGuire at Large Loss Mastery, and Ben Justinson with Xactimate. So let's jump into it. Here are, uh, here are these four guys, what they have to say, why they're excited to be a part of this event. And we start off with, uh, with John right now. Hey, I've got John Monroe on the phone from Violin Management Associates. John, how are you doing this morning? Jared, I'm doing great. And yourself? Hey, I'm doing really good. Hey, I want to say thank you for for taking the time to talk to us kind of about you, the company that you're with, and then also your involvement with the RIA as a guest speaker. And we're going to we're going to cover all of it here real quick. But first, of all, I just wanted to say thank you. 
Well, thank you for letting me be a part of your podcast and, and also for uh, promoting the RIA convention and, of course, the, uh, the speakers that will be doing this. It's going to be a, an interesting uh, convention since we're doing it virtual, and, and it, it play, this actually plays right into my topic that we're going to be talking about. So, yes, I'm looking forward to it. Well, perfect. Yeah, I, I think it's it is exciting to me too. It's it's one of the it's the first virtual conference I've been a part of, also. So it's going to be interesting, kind of the changes and the differences. But I'm looking forward to kind of seeing how they do it and just the innovation and moving forward and, and doing things a little different, but uh, but still getting the the information out there to all the contractors. For sure, for sure, absolutely. Well, let's start. Why don't you give me a little bit of background on you? Tell uh, tell me, listeners, kind of who you are. Uh, and, uh, and what, what you've been up to. Super. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit about me. Um, again, my name is John Monroe and, and I live in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, and, um, I have been in sales now for 35 years plus, I guess, counting. Okay. Uh, and, yeah. uh, I got, I got my first start in sales straight out of college. Uh, I went to work for a large man- carpet manufacturing. Matter of fact, the world's largest carpet manufacturer, and uh, worked with them for over 25 years and, and worked my way up from a, a sales trainee into the management uh, world. Uh, okay. Eventually, I would uh, uh, leave uh, uh, the, the Shaw Industries, and I would uh, end up opening up, or my wife and I, I should say, opened up our own uh, kitchen exhaust cleaning business. I decided okay. I wanted to be, do, do something on my own, and so that's how I got into uh, business ownership, and eventually – Weird story, but short, I, I got to know um, Chuck through Jeff Jones, our sales guy. I, I hired Jeff straight out of college, and so that's how I ended up with Violin was through Jeff Jones. Uh, kind of a, uh, an interesting story, a long one, but I'll tell you sometime. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe not maybe we don't have time for it this time, but we can, we can get into that at some yeah. point. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. So you're with the Violin what is what is the Veal? Is it a Veolan Group Management <laughs> Associates? What is what do you what is it called? Yeah, it's Veolan Management Associates, okay. and uh, Veolan Management is a consulting firm. We are a global consulting firm, and I like to say that. I know Chuck oh, gets wow. a little uh, disappointed when I say that. I I put pressure on him, but uh, we're a global <laughs> uh, consulting firm, and we we are a a niche. Uh, consulting firm, and I say niche because our majority of our clients are from the uh, disaster restoration and carpet cleaning uh, uh, industry, and okay. so we we play in just that a very small uh, market, but we're global in that market in the fact that we cover clients across the United States, Canada, and most recently we've added uh, Australia to that, so that puts us into the global arena. Wow, that is very cool. Yes. Yeah. So, so helping guys out with the, with the restoration companies, um, are we talking every, like every part of the, the business or are you guys focusing specifically on certain aspects of business? Great, great question. Yeah, no, we, we focus on the total business. Um, our, our, uh, whole concept is, is we help the, we help the client with everything. I like to say from, uh, basic business planning to sales plans, we help them develop their operations, uh, help them develop themselves, their managers, their people. Uh, we help them with the HR aspect. Um, we help them, of course, um, in, in the, the sales aspect, which I'm a part of. Okay. Um, in each one of us in the group, there's, there's six of us, including Chuck. Uh, each one of us in the group 
as a specialty, and we we each have come from uh, previous worlds that we we specialized in, say HR or sales yep. or operations. So it makes us a unique consulting firm in that respect. No, I got it. That's very cool. So so kind of as a as a client or as a customer is having issues with a specific part of their business, you guys can get the right person. With the, that has that expertise to, to help them and get them on track. Absolutely. Yeah, that's 100% accurate. That's right. Oh, that's right. awesome. So now with the RIA, your guest speaker for uh, for the convention coming up, um, I guess I guess your presentation, the content that you're talking about, your, like you said, uh, expertise in sales, is that what the presentation's about? Absolutely, of course. I, I, I would not want to try and talk about HR. That, that would not be my subject. So, <laughs> but uh, yes, I am actually my the, the, my uh, uh, presentation is actually called "New and Innovative Business Development and Marketing Strategies in the COVID nineteen Environment." Well, that's okay. a mouthful. Um, yeah. It but boils down to uh, look, salespeople uh, since March thirteenth have struggled. Sure, have uh, really struggled with. How do I go out and make sales when I can't leave my home? Yep. And that's what we're going to focus on in this presentation is how do I, how does the how does the salesperson of yesterday that, that was it's so used to going out and making face to face sales calls how how do they you know they can't we still can't really go out and and do a lot of face to face because a lot of businesses aren't opened up yet uh, a lot of people are still working from home yep. uh, the clients that we're trying to reach and so it's a challenge and I would say that the clients that I speak with or the salespeople I'm speaking with I, I'd say fifty 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 percent of their their time is spent face to face, and the other fifty percent, it's uh, it's doing video chats or phone calls or or some finding some other new form of communication. Sure. Well, and so that kind of without giving away your presentation, but is are okay. So the sales the sales force and the way that we're doing sales, yes, has drastically changed in a very very short amount of time. Also, you know, <laughs> yeah. everybody's been training on sales for years and years and years, and now COVID comes, and so many of those strategies, right, are not, not applicable anymore. You can't, you can't do them. Um, so now, are you seeing where you're able to kind of adjust old techniques and tweak them into into different ways, or are you guys coming up with completely new techniques? Yeah, no, that's a that's a great uh, question, um, and, and we're doing both. Okay, okay. Um, and, and and I'm not I won't be giving away the presentation here, but I, I'll give you a little bit of a teaser yeah. uh, for to get people interested in joining us. And and I believe that look, I'm go back to what I said about what we do, and and one of the major parts of our or our cornerstone of our our consulting is having a customer create a business plan, an annual. And when I say business plan, I'm not talking about those ones that you create to give to your bank to, to get a loan. Sure. This is a business plan laying out a strategy of how you're going to grow your business in 2021. Well, folks created a business plan for 2020, and nobody, of course, saw COVID coming. Right. And they also created a sales plan, right? And, and they have a sales strategy. They determined back at the end of 19, 2019 um, you know, who they were going to call on and, and the strategy of how they were going to try and get their business. I'm telling people, don't abandon that. Okay, don't abandon your sales strategy. You've got to refine that sales strategy. So, how do I find new ways to connect to clients if I 
can't go knocking on their door and having face-to-face conversations. And yeah, a lot of it, it's going back to old ways. I, I, one of my favorites, um, and, and remember I said I've been in the, the sales world for 35 years yeah. plus, and, and uh, look, when I first started, we didn't have cell phones and internet. Sure. And our form of communication was the good old Pony Express. And uh, I, I, I'm rekindling that concept. I think that's a forgotten technique using the, the good old U.S. mail um, and sending uh, information through the mail. It, it, talk about throwing your customer base off. They're not used to it. Um, then talking about new techniques, okay? Yeah. One of the big new techniques is uh, using a platform called, and I'm gonna, I'm not promoting any particular one here, but okay. there's there's Loom, there's Vidure, there's Cloud App, there's there's a bunch of them out there, but it's where you pre-record a video and send it to your potential client or your customer, and you can explain a product that you want them to understand. You can explain maybe a strategy that they could use to connect with their clients. It's a great tool to uh, implement into your uh, uh, toolbox to help you build better or stronger rapport with your clients because you can't be face-to-face anymore. I like that. And I've, I have a couple companies that I work with that are using that technique there uh, in getting me information. And I love it. I, I think it's, I, I honestly, I get a little excited when I see the email come through with a, with a click, with a link to click on and and then the video opens up and it starts off with, Hey, Jarrett, how's it going? And then they get right into, yeah, I, I think it's cool. I like it. Absolutely. It's, it's a strong and, and here's the cool part about it is look, you get to watch it on your own time, right? Yes. You're not sitting here waiting on John Monroe to make a phone call and try and explain something to you over the phone or over a video conference call. You have it on your time when you are available. And I think that's a big strength because face it, people are busy today, even though they're working from home, they're still busy. And, you know, getting a salesperson on the phone right in the middle of the day and having to uh, talk to a salesperson about a, a product or a service you're trying to promote, right. it's a challenge. This, right. this allows me to make a new way of connecting with my client and on their terms and during their time frame. I love it, man. Well, you got me excited to come watch. I, hopefully, hopefully I get a, <laughs> I get to come in and could be a part of your presentation and see that. That sounds, that sounds very cool. Super, super. Well, I hope you do join us, Jared. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, again, I am really excited about this opportunity uh, that RIA has uh, given us to be a part of the convention. I'm, I'm excited because um, I keep talking to all of these salespeople out there about new and innovative ways to communicate. And yeah. here the RIA is, is taking on a new and innovative way yeah. to do their convention. And as you started the conversation out, I think we're all excited to see how it plays out. Um, and, and I think a lot of industries are looking at this method and trying to determine how do they, how do they go to this new form of, of communication or meeting up with people right. and not doing it live. And so I, I, I applaud the RIA, RIA for uh, uh, putting this out here and uh, trying something new. And, and I think it's going to be good for the salespeople to see it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Well, John, I have one last question for you. Yes. Talking about kind of with COVID and how sales are changing and, and we're doing it different. Do you ever think there'll be a time where we, where it kind of goes back and we do it the old way, or is this kind of changed forever? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and 
I, I'm, I'm of the belief that we are probably not going to ever go back 100% to the way it was pre-March 13th, March 1st, whatever date you want to say. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think we're going to ever go back. You never say never, but at the same time, I think that look, industries are looking at this whole pandemic as a new way to engineer their business. Um, and a lot of companies are, I think, going to move away from, look, we were already moving away from working in offices and, and businesses were trying to figure out how to do work remote. I, I think this just elevated that process. And I think it's giving a lot of industries uh, a chance to peek under the, the sheets and see how it's going to play out. Yeah. And I think the salesperson of today needs to get prepared for face-to-face not coming back the way it used to be. I really do. Interesting. Yeah, no, that's good information. I, I agree with that. Yeah, that makes sense. So, well, cool. Well, it sounds like you have, I mean, and then for you and your expertise, and, and it sounds like you're really looking forward and trying to figure out, you know, how we're going to do things in, a, in kind of the new way. Um, sounds like you have a lot of information that would be valuable to a lot of people. I hope so. Uh, I hope so. I'm, I'm like I said. I, I I don't know that you know that it's uh, uh, necessarily rocket science. I think it's uh, look. It's all uh, sales is all about building relationships, right? And yeah. and trying to connect with people. And if you can't do it face to face, then you as a salesperson have to figure out new ways to to meet up with with your client base or your potential clients. It's and that's it, it's. Look, sales isn't difficult. It, it, we make it more difficult than it is, and, and uh, we as salespeople just got to get out of our own way and start finding new ways to uh, connect up with those folks that we want to do business with. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, John, I really appreciate you spending some time with us talking about, uh, you know, these talk about these sales, the the strategies, and and kind of your company, and and I hope some people are able to. Uh, to make the virtual convention and, and listen to your presentation, man. I'm excited for it. Good. Like <laughs> I say, thank you for uh, letting me be a part of your podcast and for promoting my, my, uh, our, 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 um, uh, this uh, webinar that I'll be doing. And I appreciate yeah. it very much. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. John, I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, bye. And that wraps it up with John. Good conversation. Guy has got a ton of experience in sales and sounds like he's really going to deliver some great content. I'm looking forward to uh, to his presentation. I will be there listening to, to what he has to say. And he is talking on day one, October 6th at 2.30, from 2.30 to 3.30. If anybody wants to check out John's presentation, head over to restorationindustry.org. Uh, click on events, the conference, and get signed up to be a part of this virtual conference and, uh, and listen to John's presentation, but uh, a lot of other people's presentations. Uh, and one of those people is Ed Cross. Ed Cross is up next. I got to spend some time with him on the phone, and here, here it is. Here's Ed Cross, the restoration lawyer. Hey, Ed, how are you doing? Fantastic, Garrett. Thank you for having me. Hey, no problem, man. It's good to have you on, and I'm excited. Uh, you're one of the guest speakers at the RIA presentation or convention this year. I am. This is probably the, I don't know, 10th or 12th or 14th time that I've uh, presented at RIA, going back to the ASCR days. 
Oh wow! I know that I know I've seen you. Uh, you know, whenever whenever I'm at a trade show, it seems like uh, the guest speaker list almost always includes you. You always have a lot of good information to get out to the contractors. Thank you. That's nice of you. I really enjoy doing this. So with the with the RIA and the the virtual conference, well, I guess I can ask you this: Have you been a part of a virtual conference before? Yeah, well, we had our uh, a virtual event um, earlier this year as kind of a substitute, and um, we're actually seeing a lot of benefits to this that we hadn't imagined, uh, the most notable of which are the fact that uh, you don't have to get on a plane and travel across the country, so you save travel expenses, but you also yeah. save, save days, you save time. And so you can stay at your office and uh, continue doing your work on breaks, or if you want to skip a session or whatever, you can you know, meet with your employees and, and keep working. So it's a lot, it's really a lot more efficient in that regard, although we certainly uh, love the opportunity to see people face-to-face. Yeah, exactly. I would say it's, it's definitely less intrusive on my schedule, but at the same time, I don't get to shake anyone's hand either. Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So now, where, how are you involved with the, and I know, I mean, we only, I only want to do about 10 minutes here, and we could probably fill an hour with how you're involved with things, but it's kind of like a brief background, uh, you know, what, what do you do and how are you involved in, in the RIA and with Restoration Contractors? I've been an attorney for 25 years. I specialize in the representation of restoration contractors. Before I became an attorney, I was in the construction business, so I have about 35 years of experience in uh, construction-related industry. Okay. And I um, am the, uh, the founding chairman of the RIA's Advocacy and Government Affairs Committee, which is now being chaired by RIA's president-elect Katie Sherman-Smith. Uh, and I am presently serving in the role of restoration advocate for the association, which means that I campaign for positions taken by the association on issues that affect restorers' bottom lines the most, particularly with respect to challenges they face when trying to settle property insurance claims. Okay. So you, you basically, you, you have the restoration guys back. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And I know that I've seen, I mean, I've seen some, the videos that you guys are doing and all the work that you guys are doing. I don't, I don't know the extent of it for sure. Um, but I know that you guys are definitely putting in some time and effort and really working on resolving some of these issues uh, that I know and have heard face the, face the contractors daily as far as billing and collecting. Yeah, absolutely. When the uh, advocacy committee was formed, we collected input from the industry about the issues that concerned them the most. And there were some very blatant trends in those. And we organized task forces to individually address each of those primary issues that they raised. The task forces do research, they collect evidence, and then they formulate positions and draft position statements. And those ultimately uh, become the positions of the association that I campaign for in my capacity as advocate. Okay. Now, what kind of progress have we seen since we started started the AGA? 
Well, we've seen an incredible amount of progress. The first thing that we uh, took on most fervently was issues with respect to standardized pricing platforms. There's been a lot of improvement in that area. We've put out a position paper on third-party administrators. We are about to issue a scorecard for third-party administrator TPA programs, which is the first ever of its kind, where contractors will actually be able to look at ratings and specific scores as to certain issues that uh, restores face when they're dealing with uh, third-party administrators. And then we also uh, have a very robust collection of position statements coming out as to some of the challenges that restores face when they're dealing with third-party consultants who are hired by insurance companies to uh, assess and offer opinions about restorers' scopes of work and their billing process. And um, we've got this exciting event that's coming up. Um, our virtual conference, as you know, is October 6th and October 7th, 2020. Yep. On October 7th, I am moderating a session where we are going to be digging deep into the role of third-party consultants and how they can impact the resolution of a property claim settlement. And we are uh, very fortunate to have senior leadership from JS Held, which is a very prominent consulting company there. And we're going to be talking about some ways to uh, reduce the adversarial nature that has uh, erupted in recent years. We're going to talk about pricing a little bit and uh, a variety of other uh, important points that really impact Restore's bottom lines. Okay, great. Now, out of this this presentation, uh, it sounds like you know the problem. The problem is kind of like we were talking about with the, the you said the adversarial uh, communication that they have with consultants. What I guess if you, if if I'm a restorer and I'm looking at the looking at the list, why would I want to listen to your presentation with the group that you have? Well, um, if a restorer works on projects that ever uh, involve third parties coming in, um, either independent adjusters or building consultants or um, any other kind of third party consultant that's hired by an insurance company, the people who attend this session are going to uh, learn ways where they can facilitate more uh, productive communications with those consultants. They're going to learn uh, what the consultants are allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do. We're going to be getting into the differences between consulting and adjusting because some consultants step over the line and they wander into the territory of insurance adjusting, which is different from consulting. And if you're adjusting without a license, that's a crime and and very serious business. And they're going to learn about how far 
the consultant can and should go with respect to demanding documentation and um, wielding a heavy hand in some of these projects because some of them come in, there, there are some renegade consultants who try to take over control of these projects and, uh, and start adjusting claims as well. They're not project superintendents and at the end of the day, the restoration contractor has to own that job. The, the, the contractor is responsible for it. So okay. if a consultant tells you to do it some particular way and that doesn't work out, um, you can't really blame it on the consultant. Okay. Gotcha. So it's kind of, it sounds like maybe uh, just some muddy waters there. Yes, but we're <laughs> going to clear them up as best we can, Garrett. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, uh, we're, we're right about that 10 minute mark. Uh, and I, like I said, I appreciate your time today. I know you're busy. Uh, before we, before we get off the phone, is there anything else that you would want to want any of the, the listeners know about this conference that's coming up? Uh, any kind of final thought on your end? Yeah, it's really so important for the restoration industry to unite. And the RIA has done an excellent job of uh, forming unity and becoming the voice of the restoration contractor. But we can't do that without membership and without support. And I really want to urge everybody to join the RIA because there's now a treasure trove of assets available to members only that, that easily pay for themselves on day one. And if people become a member of RIA now, they get into this virtual convention for free. It's included with the price. You oh, get wow. position statements. You get videos from Exactware, interviews that we've done, as well as JS Held, um, and a whole bunch of other uh, valuable materials. So I urge everyone to join RIA. No, that's great. Uh, I would. I make the same uh, the same suggestion recommendation. I know RIA is always trying to do. You know move the needle They're they're getting things done putting new things out um and it's great for the the contractor to kind of know what's going on in the industry and the ria is behind all of that ria is the largest oldest and best funded association in the restoration industry yeah well great well ed again appreciate your time thank you for all of that information and uh hey everybody attend the virtual conference join the RIA and, uh, and listen to some really great speakers and some experts in their field, help you with your business and navigating some of the frustrations you're having. And listen to Garrett speak as well. Yeah. And can come listen to me too. <laughs> we'll talk about electricity. Ed, thanks again. I exactly. really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Have a All good right. day. You too. Take care. Bye. So a lot of great information with Ed Cross. He has just a ton of knowledge, a ton of experience. Uh, he works so hard and just knows so much. Uh, a great guy to, anytime you get a chance to listen to Ed Cross, uh, you're definitely going to, to learn some some really good stuff. Uh, his presentation is going to be on the second day. It's actually going to wrap up the conference. He is the, the final... He's the final presentation of the of the conference on October 7th from 4.15 to 5.45. Again, all these times are, are Eastern. Uh, so from 4.15 to 5.45 on October 7th, Ed Cross, uh, his session is Face the Advocate, an Ed Cross interview with J.S. Held. They're going to be talking all about consultants. So uh, that wraps it up with Ed. 
Up next is Tom McGuire at Large Loss Mastery, and he is going to talk to us about his presentation. Hey, and I've got on the phone Tom McGuire. Tom, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing good, Jared. How, how are things with you? Oh, things are really good. Things are really good. So we, I, well, first I wanted to say thank you for finding some time that you can, uh, can talk about, you know, kind of, you know, we're doing this speaker, guest speaker at the RIA convention. And uh, thank you for finding some time to, to chat with us and talk to us about what you've got going on. No, I, I, I appreciate it very much. I'm actually sitting in front of my hotel. I just landed in New Jersey. Uh, we're getting okay. ready to do a uh, private class, a private uh, large loss mastery elite class, which is the uh, uh, estimating contracting scoping class uh, for a private con- for a private uh, client here. And so I'm uh, I'm coming to you live from New Jersey parking lot in front of a Marriott hotel. <laughs> Well, that's great. Well, thanks again for sharing for sharing some time with us. Now, is this uh, is this a normal thing for you to go to private classes like this? It is. It is becoming more more of the norm, and I actually and I actually love it. Okay. Um, it's it, it it's a little bit more personable, um, but I you know I, this is uh, you know large loss mastery is a passion of mine, and so. Anytime that I get to uh, get in front of a, get in front of a group and uh, spread the message um, is a blessing, and so uh, I, I get fired up about it, about it all. But yeah, we're doing more, more and more private classes, um, as well as the big the big classes. You know, where we're, we're we'll be in a, a hotel or something and on the road. Okay. Um, but more and more companies are choosing to go with the uh, the private class. Okay. That's pretty cool, man. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you to, you yeah. to get out and meet some people and travel a little bit and, and run the class. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, it's, you know, like I said, it's a, it's a passion. And when you, when you get to, when you get to actually create a business out of your, out of your passion, that's, it's, it's just a, a blessing that you really can, you know, it's always, I always have to pinch myself and say, look, this is, this is really cool what's going on right now <laughs> yeah absolutely Dude, that's awesome well so with the the restoration convention we're doing mm-hmm. uh it's it's virtual this year they changed it to virtual because of covid um and i you know usually i would ask have you been a part of a virtual conference before but i think you're pretty seasoned in this area of doing doing virtual productions aren't you well, I, I I am now. Um, I'm more familiar with Zoom than ever before. But you know, there's always there's always some little thing that comes up. You know, there's a button I forget to push, or you know, and and people are on the other end and they can't hear me, and and I talk, and then they finally send me a message, "Hey, we can't hear you." And <laughs> you know that, that's, yeah. that stuff happens. You know, but but um, and it's just not the same as as being live and in person. Sure. Um, it's just hard to capture that same feeling when you have everybody in the, in the same room and everything. So it's, it's effective. It's a, it's an effective way of training, but I don't think that it replaces the, the, uh, in-person training by no means. Oh, sure. No, it's definitely, it's definitely different. Yeah, it is. It is. I think there's some zoom overload too. I think, uh, as we get further down the road here in, in 2020, I, I think Zoom 
and uh, the video conferencing is is part of our life now, yeah. um, and and rightly so. I mean, it's very effective, and but then there are some things that are just better done live. And so, but yeah, I think you can do like a combination of of the two. And so that's I've, I've kind of put together some uh, a video online video series that you can go online, and then you can also do the live show. And so. Okay. Uh, I'm trying trying to combine both. And I think that's really the direction that we'll we'll be going with with a lot of this stuff. I mean, you know, for, for conferences, for example, you know, with with the RIA conference coming, virtual conference coming up, you know, there may be parts of it that will always be in in somewhat of a virtual world, you know, and so because right. there may be some people that want to want to do the virtual tour, and, and maybe there's a different way of of setting up the conferences in the future to where, where if you wanted to take the tour, you could, you could be like, you were actually there and visiting booths, you know, but you're actually visiting somebody's zoom page, but they're at the right. booth, you know, some, something like that. I, I see that being part of, part of the future uh, when it comes to uh, uh, the, the future of conferences. But I got, a, I got a feeling of <clears throat> the first year where, where people start to go get back out into the the conference world, it's going to be crazy. Everybody and their grandmother is going to be out. You know, we can we can travel again. Let's go. Yes, yes. Let's get the heck out of here. Let's go see our buddies. Well, I know I know I'm going to be on that bandwagon. I'm I'm doing that as soon as we can. As soon as we can go somewhere, I'm going. Well, you know that's what it's all about. It's about relationships. It's about. Um, you know, meeting up with your clients, you know, having steaks and beers yeah. and, you know, just in, in, cause that's really where, where the rubber beats the road. You know, you can video conference and call, you know, conference call all you want, but um, there, there's nothing that takes the place of a handshake and, uh, and a good steak and beer. No, you're a hundred percent right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk about your uh, kind of your, I guess your presentation or your, you know, what you're speaking on at, at RIA this year, what is, what is your presentation about? Well, we've, we've got an hour and you know, you know me, um, I can talk and I can, I can, I can, I can go on and on and on. Um, uh, what we're, what we're going to touch on really, it's pretty brief, you know, for me, an hour is not, it's not much time. And so, sure. um, we're going to get into, uh, best practices of project management and how they relate to the documentation of, of large loss. Um, because, okay. you know, documenting a large loss isn't about the paper. It's about the management of the, of the job and documenting you know, the, 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 uh, the progress. Okay. And so it's really about how we manage less than it is about how we collect paperwork. And so, um, that's really what we're going to be focused on is large loss documentation and project management. Now with large loss, is there, is there kind of like a minimum size that, so I'm, I'm, th- I'm just thinking like size we have mm-hmm. small loss, medium loss, large loss. When does something become a large loss? Well, you know, that's a, you know the definition of large loss for me has changed over the years, and I think for most people they they apply like a dollar value to it. Okay. Um, and about two years ago, I stopped kind of doing that because I started to realize that really it's not about the dollar value; it's more of the complexity of the loss. 
because um, you can have a $10 million drying job that is far less complicated because you only have, you know, four or five technicians on the job managing the, the uh, moisture content readings and so on and so forth. But then you can have a $200,000 uh, project that's smaller, but you have to get it done in three days with 300 people. And so one, one is much okay. more complex than the other. So in all reality, they're, they're all kind of the same. So the dollar value really doesn't matter. What really qualifies in a large loss is the complexity of it. Okay. And then, and then sometimes it's it's def, it's defined as whatever the adjuster calls it. If the adjuster calls it a large loss, it's a large loss. And so, at that point, it's a large. <laughs> <laughs> and so it it varies, but um, typically that's that's how I would look at at large loss. To me, um, there is really no difference between between losses because the way that I approach everything with large loss mastery is that all projects are the same. And okay. so when it comes to, if you're doing all of, all of your projects the same way, then it's, then you're doing it the right way. So then when you, you're doing a small job, the same way that you're doing a big job, it's all uniform. Everything will be, everything will flow. The paperwork will naturally flow because this is what you do on a daily basis. And so it's very important, you know, for the, for, for guys to remove the blinders and in and focus on each individual job and make sure that we're doing each job the same way gotcha so and that's who, really where where the documentation comes in is just doing it the same way so that when you get that big job you're not in over your head or you know you've you've been there before you know the last thing okay. you want to do is get that big job and then you look like a deer in the headlights yeah. you know and because you know, everybody can tell your first rodeo yeah, we don't we don't want to just announce that to everybody. No, no, <laughs> no. It can be your first rodeo, but you just don't want everybody. You don't want it to be obvious. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> now, who's your who's your target audience with this presentation? Uh, target audience is really just anybody that's in the restoration world, and exactly. um, you know, it's it's it doesn't necessarily have to be a large loss person. Um, because again, the documentation that we're talking about is is universal throughout all projects. Okay. Um, but it, but but typically speaking, we would be more on on the commercial side um, than on the uh, residential side. But we do, you know, there's we live in a world where there's some residents out there that, that qualify as you know bed and breakfast. You know, <laughs> they're sure they're uh, you know the size of a you know, Marriott courtyard or something, you know, so, so there, there's some residential projects out there that are, that are large losses. Okay. So it really, it really is for anybody that, that is in the restoration business. Well, cool. Tom, I'm, you know, I'm going to try to, uh, just cause I know your kind of production value that you bring to a presentation. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to try to be in on your presentation because I want to see how it how it all comes together and then I really feel like you're going to if I see yours it'll just make mine look really bad <laughs> <laughs> no 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 <clears throat> actually I don't know I I, I, I sent Claire a message because uh, she was uh, getting some follow up information from me 
for the presentation, and I honestly don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I I have my I have it together, and it's and it's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's got got bells and whistles and some videos and all that kind of stuff, but I don't know how it's actually going to going to happen, and so I don't. You know, I I need clarification on that because we're we're a couple of weeks out, and I honestly don't. I have no idea what how it's <laughs> how it's actually going to go down. <laughs> well, I'm looking at I'm now I'm like now I'm curious. I'm hoping that you go or that I get to go before you, and then yes, I do. I go I go the hour before you, so yeah, I won't look I won't look so bad now after after I get done. <laughs> But anybody, yeah, I guess I'm I'm on the website right now. If anybody's looking for the schedule, you can go to uh, restorationindustry.org, click on the Convention and Industry Expo, uh, and then go to Programs, Schedule at a Glance, and everything's right there. And there's so many there's so many virtual events going on. Um, it's it's really cool. I'm excited to be a part of it. I I am too, and it's uh, it's we're gonna get through 2020 and. And uh, it's I'm excited about the direction of RIA and 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 everything that's happening. And so uh, yeah. this is this is this is fun, fun stuff. Now, one last question for you: Is this your first first time presenting for RIA? It it is. Oh, okay. it is, and I, I, I I'm I'm pretty psyched. Yeah. Um, because I want to bring my you know, want to bring the whole the whole enchilada. <laughs> right. But 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 I I'm but in the I'm same spot. Work. Yeah. I'm kind of worried because like, okay, I don't know exactly what the platform is yet. <laughs> so it's like, okay, but, but you know, we're, we're in the business of just, you know, things happen, you just get it done. And that's, and that's what's going to happen with this too, I think. That's kind of, that's kind of what I'm relying on too. My, my uh, willingness to just figure things out. And uh, I know when the day gets here, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And it's only an hour. I mean, come on. Only, I can figure something out for an hour. That's fine. <laughs> well, Tom, thanks again for spending some time with us. Really appreciate it. Have fun in Jersey, stay warm out there. Uh, and, uh, I look forward, well, I'll talk to you again soon, but we are going to have a podcast, me and you what, in December, right? I'm yeah, coming, I'm coming yeah. out to see you in December. Yeah, we will, we will be at Cape Canaveral. Well, we'll, we'll be at Cape Canaveral, but we'll be also, uh, at Kennedy Space Center. Yes. And I've got some really cool ideas for that one. So that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it, man. Tom, again, always good talking to you. Thanks for taking the time today. Appreciate it, bud. All right, right, my friend. We'll see you. Be safe. You too. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. There you go. We have our conversation with Tom McGuire. You know, he... I always enjoy talking to Tom. He is a a good friend of mine. Uh, And one thing that always stands out to me every time I talk to him and he even, and he even touched on it is his passion for what he does. He, he really loves uh, just teaching people how to, how to handle a large loss restoration project. And he's been a part of, of so many and he has so much experience. He has a ton of information that the guy is just, he's so smart. Uh, but again, that passion for what he does stands out. And then he also, you know, he brings it in these presentations. Um, he's talking about, you know, videos in his presentation and some bells and whistles. Uh, he's not joking. He, he, he brings it and, and brings a production quality to, uh, to his presentations that, 
is unmatched as far as as far as I'm concerned. So really excited to see his presentation and hear what he's talking about. And then, like he said, brought up, uh, we are going to do a podcast uh, with Tom. Uh, Tom McGuire has been on the podcast before. He was back at episode 16, We Clean Rockets. Go check that out if you haven't listened to it. Uh, just, a, just a great guy, ton of information. Uh, up next, Ben Justinson. Ben Justinson, another, another uh, guest that's been on the podcast before. He was What Is Your Net Profit, episode 27. Uh, ben is in the Xactimate world. He teaches all the ins and outs of Xactimate, uh, helps everybody basically with their bills. And in that podcast, what is your net profit really focuses on not, not necessarily making more money, but getting paid for the work that you're doing. Uh, and, and here's my conversation with Ben. Hey Ben, how are you doing? I'm good, Jared. How are you? Hey man, I'm doing, I'm doing really good. Thank you for finding some time, uh, to talk with us about, the RIA, the convention, uh, your guest speaker, and, and your presentation, man. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I'm glad to uh, get the word out there. Cool. So now you, we are like from the previous podcast we've had you on, uh, and we kind of know that you that you're very involved with the RIA already. Um, how is it? I kind of have some other questions from you. Other other guests where you just talk about their presentations, but for you, what's kind of some of the behind the scenes, real quick, uh, maybe pros cons struggles from taking a industry convention and expo from a live event uh, in person to a virtual event? Have you been in any of those discussions or processes? Yeah, I'm actually on the planning committee for. Uh, the conference and and okay. the spring conference. Uh, so I think some of the the challenges are just the 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 technical side, getting everything digitally to work out. I mean, our new uh, association company that's that's working everything out for us. They are doing a phenomenal job and and very organized, very involved with the entire process. Okay, and so. Uh, you, you know, it, with anything, you you would expect maybe some glitches, uh, but this year so far with what they've been able to do has been just amazing. Uh, if anybody's been following the industry briefings or even just the latest uh, Facebook Live, I mean, it, any, anything that we've thrown at them, they've been able to handle. So this will definitely be a test of their skills to see how they do because there's so much going on. Uh, in fact, there's going to be uh, a town hall session to, to start the whole thing. Uh, Mark Springer is going to have some guests and, and they're going to, you know, focus on what the AGA has been able to accomplish. In fact, they just had, you know, some announcements this last week uh, that people can go on the Facebook live. It was recorded. And so they can check that out. Okay. Um, after that, we've got, uh, kind of an RAA exclusive Xactimate training with Greg Pine. He's the uh, he's the vice president of pricing for Xactware, and actually, I just got off uh, a meeting with him uh, here just a little bit ago, and uh, he shared with me his presentation because my presentation is going to follow his. It's okay. basically going to be the practical application of everything that Greg Pine's going to bring up. And, and I really wanted uh, exact where to, to bring the meat and potatoes. And 
after reviewing his his presentation, I'm, I'm pleased. I, I think he's done a great job of uh, considering what we've been asking for. And then, of course, they want to be Switzerland. They can't be showing favoritism either way. So right. I'm going to go more in depth on the things that contractors might want uh, and go into some examples, stuff like that. I'm certainly not going to tell people how they should do things, but it's going to give them an, a better idea of how to practically put these things to use that, that Greg Pine brings up. So but that's, that's the neat thing. If, if you don't necessarily want to go down that path, there's other tracks you can follow. Uh, so you can go into business development. Uh, you can go into tips and tricks of how to use your existing equipment and do specialty drying, stuff like that. That's going to be another track. Um, REITs is going to be doing an estimated negotiation. He's going to you know, focus a lot on the S500 and the mitigation side where, you know, like a lot of what I do focuses on the repair side. So there's going to be a little bit for everybody. Um, They're going to talk about some of the certifications. Obviously, COVID-19 is a big deal. So uh, that's going to be another one of the sessions uh, where there's three tracks that you can can go into. Um, So, uh, and then... The next day, you've actually got a session going I, over power distribution, right, and electricity. I do, yes. Yeah, you guys were, were nice enough to invite me to come and talk about some, some power distribution electricity, and we're going to go over, yeah, we're going to go over those things on, uh, let's see what day, on October 7th, the second day. Yeah. And I have to tell you, so I've actually experienced... Uh, a session by you at a at another conference. Yeah, and I I think that was the first time I actually had a clear understanding of how things work, <laughs> of of why uh, using a smaller box may be better than the bigger box because you can only bring in so much power uh, in through that in through that box. So it's not like you get more power just because it's bigger. Right. So. Uh, safer to use all that kind of stuff i i just think you did an amazing job of of showing some of that uh and then you've gone to another level with your stuff and so being able to see how people can even use that for commercial use um oh my gosh that yeah that would that would be amazing and then we've got david hodge obviously pretty well known in the industry uh uh, and oh, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe he's not doing one. I can't remember if he was or if he was having somebody else do one. I didn't I'm, see uh, Hodge looking. in the speakers, but at the same time, I know there's some speakers that aren't listed right now. Also, or right, it seems like the list keeps getting a little, you know, bigger. So yeah, might not, maybe not finalized yet. Uh, and then they're going to go over the new FLS, the fire loss specialist, which. Um, I have heard nothing but good about. I'm really excited about that new designation. Uh, we're going to have some large loss training. Uh, we're going to have some stuff with uh, hardwood floor, uh, cavity drying methods. Uh, we're going to have, you know, the last session is going to be with uh, JS Held and, and uh, Ed Cross. And I think that's going to be really neat and, and exciting. Uh so uh, there is so yeah. much packed into this, and there's there's actually exhibitor presentations, so it's going to be kind of like a virtual trade show as well, 
which I was I was really excited about. They're going to keep it to uh, being an educational type thing, which I think everybody appreciates the vendors doing. Yeah. So, um, again, that they're packing all this into this time is is pretty awesome. Well, I know, and we talked about my uh, my presentation a little bit that you saw. I know this one. This one's going to focus. Uh, kind of like what you were saying with the, with the exact where like exact is going to be the big picture. And then we're going to, you're going to come in and show restoration contractors kind of what they need to know. I'm kind of doing like a mix of that. We're going to do one big picture of just kind of electricity in terms. And then we're going to kind of dive in and show, you know, what that means to them. I don't know that we're going to get too much into products, um, but just a, just yeah. a ton of but information. Just, yeah. Yeah. But that yeah. everybody understands how that gets distributed through the, the, the different types of systems. Yep. That's, I think what is important to people to understand the difference between the larger ones, the smaller ones, the, the crazy octopus ones, you know, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's so much stuff. That's, yeah. that's definitely one subject that I have a rough time with other people just get it. And there's others that have a hard time with it. So I think that's, that's going to be, hopefully we can clear uh, up some of that confusion for other people. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Cause I mean, that's, every single job we're on and there's there's some safety stuff involved that i mean i didn't necessarily know about uh whether it be a code thing or uh, just plain safety where perhaps somebody should uh do a tag out you know and uh, uh there's plenty of times that we're unplugging things might be a dishwasher or something like that and uh, you don't want somebody coming back behind you that's gonna see some live wires there and they don't know it's live and right. So yeah, a lot anyways, of safe, a lot of safety on these jobs with the uh, with electricity, and I think it's one of those things too where uh, it's like you you either don't know. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it this way: you either don't know anything about it, so you stay away from it, or you know just enough to be dangerous. But that's really the <laughs> only two people I I come in contact with are just just those two people right there. Yeah, I think unfortunately there's too many of the second. <laughs> <laughs> so now with your presentation, is this is this a presentation that you've that you've given before or is this something new for you with the RIA? How is kind of tell us tell us about what you have going on and and how that's going to how that's going to look. So to be honest, this is going to be based completely on uh what Greg Pine is presenting. Okay. And so that's why he and I went over what he has today uh, so that I know how to uh, deeper dive into these specific uh, subjects. Of course, people are going to want to know about uh, how to make their own priceless pricing feedback. Uh, so we're going to, we're going to touch on that. That's something that everybody gets excited about. And I don't want to disappoint on that side of things, but uh uh, there's going to be some reports that Greg goes over and I'm going to show people how to practically use that in their business. Um, there's going to be, uh, maybe a few things that he doesn't go over. Like, I think there's one thing that people are not using and that's graphical estimating. And if, if you don't know what that is, then, uh, that's certainly something that can help you be more efficient in your estimating, especially where huh. you might be counting square feet or linear feet on your own. That's not needed at all. There's, there's ways of doing that within the sketch that you actually put these line items in through the sketch. And then some of the flooring stuff, 
um, teaching people how to do that correctly, where usually they just plop it down into the sketch. Well, there's ways of doing it so that you do it exactly how your flooring installer would do it. And then it's, then it's correct and you have the documentation for it. Um, yeah, a lot of neat things that, that you can do within the system. Um, but there's, there's certainly some concerns currently with, I mean, building materials are going through the roof right now. I mean, just in the last few months, uh, it's basically doubled in some cases. And so we're going to talk about, uh, how to change that in the components if needed. Now, Exactware has actually done a great job. Uh, last month, they raised them a little bit, uh, but I think it was halfway through the month last month that we really saw some some craziness. And so Exactware does an update, but monthly. So we had to take it upon ourselves as estimators to change some of that. So I'm going to show how to do that until you get the next update. Um, but this... Hmm. For the month of September, Exactware did a great job of, uh, of keeping up with the trend, and they were very close to what uh, to what I'm seeing. In some cases, it may be a little bit more, a little bit less, but it was it was pretty right in there. So I was very pleased to see uh, the work that they did to make sure that pricing was accurate on the materials. Um, again, if it's not that's where my presentation is going to help people see where to do that. And, and uh, so they don't get themselves in trouble on a job where, you know, if they're doing a board up and, and the, and the board up material is going up double, well, let's make sure that that's correct. Right. Well, that's cool, man. I like that. And I saw that you have, you have two different presentations you're giving. You're following up Greg's and then you've got a practical act or I'm sorry, practical application with Xactimate uh, right afterwards. Yes. So that's awesome. Now with the, I guess let's, let's finish up this conversation. I want to, I kind of want to wrap this up with, uh, with one last question. And that is to anybody that's listening, uh, I guess two parts. One, why should we, why should they, uh, why should they want to be a part of the restoration industry convention, uh, this virtual conference? And then two, uh, what about being a part of the of the IRA. You know, what I like about this opportunity is that you're you're getting a lot of education this go round. This was really meant for people that are doing it daily. This is not just meant for the owners. Like if you go through the agenda of what they're teaching, this is for the people, the project managers, the people in the field, the estimators. This is not just meant for a general manager or an owner. And the nice thing is you you can bring them on. You know, I think it's a two-for-one deal, but you can bring them on and have them attend uh, these sessions. And you're not going to have this huge cost of of this higher education by sending somebody, you know, to a class by – you know, having the cost of flying there, the right. cost of the the uh, the hotel stay and the food and whatever. That was that's the beauty of it. I mean, I I could be on the beach if I wanted to. I could be in my office. I could be at my house. I I can be anywhere and be listening to this and and gain some great value as if I was there at the conference. Um. So and I think they're going to be 
especially uh, the town hall session. I'm really excited about that. That that never uh, never goes without me feeling like I've gotten a takeaway, some big takeaway from that. So the town hall message that they're going to start off with cannot be missed. Uh, but I mean, I know exact where and and what they're doing uh, and things that people want to ask. That's a big deal right now. So I think people are excited about that. But, you know, COVID-19 is still a thing that everybody's dealing with. And right now it's more the liability. I think everybody's figured out how they should be cleaning and how to protect themselves as far as PPE. But what about the liability side now? You know, if something happens after you've cleaned, now what? Right. Right. So. I think that's going to be something that people are really interested in that's that's valid for right now. The large loss stuff, we're seeing more and more hurricanes and I think uh I think that session is going to be very um it's going to be a big interest for people as well as the uh how to use equipment uh in ways that they may not have before. So there's there's just everything there's that so I think people need right now. Yeah, is is valid. Yeah, just the relative information, and and there is there's so much. I'm scrolling. I'm on the website right now, scrolling through the schedule, and it's just wow. And then the speaker lineup. I mean, it, it's it's impressive. It really is. And as far as being a member of the RIA, I mean, people have got to see in the last. Uh, 17, 18 months since the AGA's inception, mm-hmm. what they have done for this industry with the countless hours that have already gone into position papers, which the first of those uh, people are going to be seeing coming out of the conference. Uh, we've got more in the works that just need some editing, and then they're going to be published. Uh, the The rates that uh, the rates of increase that we have seen uh, we're being the squeaky wheel. The AGA has done a lot to work with Exactware to make sure that we're heard. And so uh, it, if people don't believe that, I can certainly show them in the, in the numbers. I mean, it is factual, the, the amount that we've been able to affect, you know, our pricing, yeah. um, making sure that it's, not that it should be high or low, but that it's accurate. Yep. Um, so those those are the things that I think people need to be aware of, that they have uh, advocacy in this industry. Uh, and then when it comes to third-party consultants or uh, third-party administration by other other entities, they're going to see how we're, how we're helping with that. I mean, the scorecard is going to be presented. We had over a thousand people that scored these TPAs. I think people are definitely going to be interested in seeing those results, and and we're excited to show the TPAs so that they know what they need to do to improve. How about that? Yeah. First time ever, right? It's real. It's really cool. Yeah, I talked with Ed a little bit about it. I had him on prior, and uh, yeah, I mean, similar. I mean, you're you guys are saying the same things. So it was kind of the same question to him. And, uh, yeah, it's just the, you know, the progress that the RIA is making for the contractor. Um, I mean, you guys are really, you guys are really showing some results in helping, helping the contractor, you know, and, and not, 
not make more money, but make the money that they deserve to make. Uh, and yeah, it's, I'm really, I'm really excited to be a part of it, a part of RIA, a part of this conference, a part of this movement. And just, uh, it, the association is, is so, so good for the industry. So good for the contractor. Um, yeah. Why wouldn't you want to be a part of it? They're, they're, they're doing no. things. The, the amount of increase that we've been able to give contractors just through labor rates alone, they can afford to help out. Sure. We yeah. have done this for them and we need the help in, in return. Yeah. And on the website, people can go on there and, uh, and help out with the advocacy efforts. Um, you can see what we're asking for. It's minuscule. Right. Right. In the in right. the revenue that is coming in from from the efforts that we're making for our entire industry. No, it's good. Well, I know there's a ton of people that really appreciate all the hard work that that you are doing and the RIA is doing, um, because you are you're you're benefiting them and helping them to be able to serve their clients better. Uh, you know, the ball just keeps rolling, and it's it's a good thing. I, I'm I'm excited to be a part of it. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ben, I think let's go ahead and wrap that up. I appreciate the time you spent more. You, spent, you were generous with your time today and in, in talking about uh, you know your presentation and what's coming up on October 6th and October 7th. Hey, man, thanks for taking the time and talking to me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for reaching out. Appreciate it, Jarrett. Hey, no problem. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye bye. Hey, there we go. And that was our four guests that we had. They're all going to be guest speakers. Again, I think we all figured it out by now at the Restoration Industry Association's conference on October 6th and October 7th. Uh, These are just four of many other speakers that will be presenting at that conference. Highly recommend that you guys attend, get your teams to attend. Uh, A ton of information. The RIA, just like Ben got done telling, telling us, is doing so much right now for the contractor, making sure that one, you know, that people are getting paid fairly for the work that they're doing and two, working to make the consultants and TPAs more accountable uh, and, and easier to work with. So Restoration Industry Association, the RIA is definitely doing their part to help the contractor and anyone, you know, do your part by then supporting the RIA. Go over there, become a member, and as Ed said, uh, become a member now, and you get into the conference for free. It's uh, it's part of your membership. So, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you got some information, and uh, thanks for thanks for listening. Have a great day, everybody.